With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, Cowboys and Cowgirls, to another episode of Ingles and Ian at CowboysRightForFree.com podcast. And as always, the renegade of Range Road, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ian. How are you doing today, buddy? I am good. A lot of, lot of things have been happening in the world of OSU, and we're about to have a heck of a uh, softball season. I cannot wait for that. Um, but yeah, when's the first? Uh, do you know when the first Bedlam softball is? Uh, there's only one series of games for softball, and that is usually before the conference tournament. So it'll be May 5th, 6th, and 7th, all in Norman. I mean, but I thought I are, saw something that was actually going to be at the stadium in Oklahoma City. I'm looking at the OSU softball schedule, and it says it's at Norman. Maybe it'll change. Maybe it'll yeah, change. I, remember, I just, I just know I saw something in passing on Twitter yesterday or day. But, but either way, I mean, it sucks it's in Norman, but it's going to be. I mean, depending on how the brackets line up, man, that could be a bedlam national natty. You know, that can come down the line. Yeah. Um, not sure just yet. I know they will likely meet in the uh, Big 12 tournament in the final once again, and then we'll see what happens from there. I mean, they're starting off. Some polls they're second. Some polls they're in third. They're, they are a top-five team right now, um, according mm. to several. Every poll has them either two or three, so they're a top-three team. What's well, like two, two three, four, five. I've seen like one of each one. Okay, so I've seen two twos and a three, mm. uh, but yeah, they're good. Um, I mean, OU is always good. They've been the best team in college softball for ever. It seems like they are. They are an unreal team, and then they continue to be an unreal team, and it is going to be a dog fight in the division. Oh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Like. That place ought to be popping. Like every every softball game in Stillwater ought to be just popping busy. They are renovating the stadium a little bit. I think I think they've been practicing at Alley P and then Stillwater High School for the most part while they're while the stadium has been getting uh, prepared for this season. Because I think you're going to see a a whole maybe not. I think there's going to be more seats. I think. Oh no, it's just the fence. I think. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna go down. That's all I have to say. It's going to go down. They get kind of close to me. I'm thinking about making a road trip. I think they get in. I think they go to Tallahassee for to play Florida State at one point this year. And I'm really thinking about making that drive down there. Go see oh, the girls play. I mean, that's a rematch of the uh, OSU's last game of the season last year. The uh, the 2.30 a.m. battle. I mean, that's a heck of a series. It's a Thursday night game and then uh, two Friday games. So doubleheader there. I'm going to look for you to see if there's anything closer. They have a series in Memphis, which I don't think that's close to you at all. No, no. Uh, I don't know where Clearwater, Florida is in um, 
See, compared Tallahassee, to Tallahassee, seven hours. Clearwater. That might be in the Orlando or area. I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm not 100. But I mean, they yeah, play. I, I don't know. I may just like take a couple of days off. I've been like really taking a good road trip. Yeah, Tallahassee's seven hours. I mean, that's not a bad drive. That's not no. That's not a terrible drive at all. Yeah, you know, take a couple uh, days but, off of work, go down there, yeah. watch some softball. Heck yeah, man. I mean, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a gritty series for sure. I I can't wait for that. That'll be awesome because I mean their last three series or before the conference tournament or Texas, Florida state and Oklahoma. Like that is, those are your, that's a murderer's row, series. man. Yeah. So and that that nine games. Prepared. That is yes. Nine games. Yeah. If they go seven and two. That'd be like incredible. Yeah. Well, I think, well, OSU just took Texas's best pitcher who wasn't playing. I think Texas is going to be, you know, they were like comparably kind of at a similar level. I think Texas might, there might be a drop off slightly, maybe where they're like the fifteenth seed or something. But I, I, I think they probably take that series, and then the Florida State OU ones. Your guess is as good as mine, man. They they might take one at OU like they did in Stillwater. Who knows, man? But they're only getting stronger, and it's going to be a, it is going to be a massive series. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's going to be. This entire season ought to be fun, and you know, uh, ESPN's carrying more and more softball, so there should be a lot of televised games this year. Yeah, um, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of fantastic, another Bedlam W in basketball this weekend. Yep, once again, uh, a surprising win because I think OU is on the bubble. When it comes to tournament, they're currently at a, maybe a nine seed maybe a 10 seed in the bracketology. I'll look that up real quick, but that's a massive win for Oklahoma state when, you know, they don't necessarily, sorry, they don't necessarily have a whole lot to play for, but getting well, that win, is, getting that win in that environment is, was, sorry. Yeah, well, the thing is uh, that they've done really well with is yes, we've all documented the offensive struggles, but man, that defensive energy is fantastic. For a team that quote unquote has nothing to play for, they're playing their butts off. And one of the things that I've been noticing as the games have gone on is OU or OSU's fouls are getting better. They're getting fewer and they're at the right times. Um, so OSU ha- have fouled OU 11 times. They only shot four foul shots. That means they're almost all on the floor. They're not getting in the bonus. I mean, that's a huge thing if you can play that good a defense because OU only shot like 30% from the field, 37% from the field. And that is, if you can do that without fouling, that's incredible. Well, I mean, not only that, they shot way better than them from both ranges and they outnumbered them on the the free throw percentage. I mean, going 12 of 16, which is probably the best we've seen out of them in a long while. Compared to three out of four, that makes a whole lot of difference. I mean, in terms of percentage, it's the same percentage. It's just no, it is. But when you look at the number of uh, free throws, that's nine. And you know how much they won by? They won by nine. So exactly, those are huge down the line. And you know they got out rebounded, but turnover wise was head to head, and they did what they need to do. And I think a lot of that comes from the advantage the crowd gives them. And you know what I liked what they did. I like the fact that they only shot 12 three-pointers, which is probably around 
the percentage that you should be taking and that you need to focus on getting the twos. And they, they did a really good job of that, I think. Yeah, I saw somebody took like they we shot three three or twelve three pointers and I don't remember who it was, but someone had seven of them. <laughs> like two for seven. I'm like, come on. Man. Yeah, you need to avoid that like the plague, man. Yeah, that was uh that was Boone. I mean, I think he's probably the best uh three point shooter. Yeah, he went two for seven. I mean, in twenty six minutes. So oh, that's Keelan Boone. Sorry. It's Keelan Boone, but yeah, I mean, I I kind of trust him because he has he has a hot hand. But other than that, I don't really trust anybody else in that area. <laughs> I trust the Boone twins, and that's about it. We're not a good foul shoot or three point shooting. We're not a good shooting team in general. Yeah. But they are getting underneath more, and that's important. I mean, just they they need to have been tacking the just tacking the rim getting it down the block, you know, getting the rebounds. That's the way this team is going to win. And, you know, the, the offensive flow is getting better. It was a lot better during Florida before it just went poof for whatever reason. But it's getting better. It's flowing faster. And I don't know exactly why, but if this team could play for the, in the NCAAs, they'd be a scary, like, 13 seed. Uh, I, well, hey, I don't think – well, if – Right now they're eleven eleven. I don't think they make the tournament, and they're currently sixth place in the Big Twelve. If they could somehow turn it around and get into that like upper echelon, maybe a five or a four, I'd be really impressed because they just came off a four game losing streak. They're four and six in conference play, and they're two and five against teams in the AP poll. If you could somehow manage to squeak a couple of wins, because Let's be fair. You probably could have beat Kansas State because you'll because they were only you only beat lost by three. The fact that you collapsed against Florida, that collapse was probably the worst basketball I have seen. That was. And I think an I put it in game. the Slack. Uh, I think I put it in the Slack. I was like, "Hey, we're looking pretty good." And like, <laughs> oh no, man! Yeah, I'll say this: you absolutely jinxed it. You jinxed it a hundred percent, man. Let me find the. Uh... <laughs> What I just did remember you say? Like, texting back. You I said, said, like, I'm sorry. You said, hey, I think they turned a corner. <laughs> and then you – and then <laughs> I was like, hey, let, let's hold on a little bit. And then 30 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, that. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I was talking with my dad. I was in the – I was in my dad's shop because we have, like, a shop near our – it's, like, right next to our house. And I'm like, wow, they're shooting really well because I think we were because Hans Iger was like, they're shooting seventy percent. And then my dad goes, they'll cool down, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> like they can't, they can't keep up that pace, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, but the problem is, is they tend to cool down to like forty percent. And if you want to be a winning basketball team, you got to shoot at least forty five percent from the field, if not more. Your twos ought to be like sixty five percent at least. <laughs> well, to be fair. They outshot Florida percentage-wise, except for free throws, which Florida had 41 of those. They 41, 41 shots. foul shots? Yep. Made 33 I knew that, I knew we were fouling a lot, but oh my God. Maybe that's why they turned the corner with OU, man. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Boynton was like, no more fouls. I mean, OSU had 28 fouls. Florida had 17. Yeah. Like, that Can't is- do that. You cannot do that. Cannot do that. Cannot afford to do that. Like, it, 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 it's just bad. <laughs> it's bad. 
Oh man! They got it. Computers. Yeah. It's it's bad. I and I I'm grateful that this is the year that we're not able to play in the tournament because man, this is it's not good. Like they, let, I'm looking at the rest of their schedule: TCU, West Virginia, Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, OU, Iowa State, Texas Tech. Where's the Kansas game at? Is that it? It's in, in Kansas? Lawrence. We in Lawrence, almost always seem to go in there and win. Like it, like, it no. seems like once a year we beat Kansas when we shouldn't. <laughs> no, not. I think their opportunity was at home. They're not getting done in Lawrence. I, I don't think they are. Uh, right now, hey. I think they can beat TCU. TCU is decent. I mean, they're not great, but they're, they're decent. I don't know, man. I don't see them getting a winning record out of this. Oh, they would never don't. have a winning record. <laughs> in the well i'm thinking it's eight games i don't know if they can go four and four they'd be lucky to go four and four right because right now i'm thinking maybe t you can maybe be tcu i don't know if you'll be as lucky as you were in that last game maybe be tcu there's a slight chance you beat west virginia at home but i i doubt it you're not beating tech you are probably not beating iowa state even though they played really well in overtime going into the Coliseum there in Ames. That's a tough battle. You're not beating Baylor again. I know that for sure. You could probably beat Kansas State. I don't know how they didn't, but um, <laughs> again, Kansas State's playing for their coach. I don't think they're beating Kansas. I mean, they. I could see them going three and five out of this stretch. What say you? Yeah, it's about right. But to be fair, they've won more in conference than I expected them to already. <laughs> like I was expecting this team to win like three games total in conference. So. And I think I mean, they've three won three games won in the next eight would be really tough. Iowa State's okay. I watched the majority of that game. Um, I mean, that was just a duel back and forth. There were mistakes on both ends at the very end of the game. I could see them beating Iowa State. Um, TCU, Jamie Dixon's got a good good squad. I mean, they're not great. They're not world beaters, but you know, they're solid. West Virginia, I don't know. I don't never like to root like bet against Huggins. Yeah, Kansas I mean, probably like Kansas. It always seems like we beat Kansas when we shouldn't, and so that like that is just one of those things that like sticks in my head of like we should not beat Kansas, but it seems game like we probably should have was last year. I I don't I don't think it's happening. Not on Valentine's Day. Not on a big Monday. If it was like a Saturday game, I might be more inclined to agree with you, but nah, I I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like they've dropped one too many at Allen Fieldhouse. They just lost to Kentucky over there. Yeah, I was about to say they got kind of embarrassed by Kentucky, so they're probably gonna be coming out swinging for you know maybe that's just what Kansas needed to get to be Kansas again and not get the FBI yeah. penalties that they should be getting. I'm I'm not gonna say a word about that, but yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> where's that at? <laughs> and the like NCAA changed their constitution just in time to so, like. KU yeah. doesn't get punished and we do. Saving fate. Jeez. Bleep the NCAA. Bleep, bleep, yep. bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> so another thing, I mean, AJ Ferrari, I think we've underestimated the impact of him because I think I Oklahoma State why. has dropped a couple of duels without him. And that's been a big, big concern because you don't have him going into the big Iowa duel, which was it, which is a bummer. Yeah, I mean, but I don't, I don't know why you would under underestimate his impact. He's 
one of the best wrestlers in the world. I know. I'm just saying. Well, (laughs) when it comes to here's what I'm here's how I'm thinking. When it comes to the other weight classes, there shouldn't be a problem. But they dropped two against Northern Iowa and Iowa State, and they dropped one against Missouri where they lost by one point. And this is what I'm getting at. I I don't know what I expected without Ferrari, but when you look at the point differences between, you know, all their their other duels, and then you look at what has transpired in the past week or so, something doesn't add up, and that's a problem. And I don't know if this is official yet, but there has been a report that Ferrari might come back on Bedlam. That's not a guarantee, but it is a That'd possibility. Be something if it did, I mean, that would be crazy. I mean, granted, you know, I mean, those injuries, from what I could tell, were pretty rough. I mean, they weren't life threatening, but it was still in serious but stable condition at one point. So <clears throat> I would, I don't, yeah. Again, I, just, that's I don't not see a- it. That's from Doug I mean, the question Lord. is, do you think he do you think he wrestles again in Oklahoma State or do you think he goes like WWE or you know starts training for MMA after this year? Man, well, I guess they can do that. They just declare early. I assume that he pro I don't think he wants to leave on those terms. I feel like he he might know that he has to, a lot to learn. So I feel like he might give it a go for one more year because I don't think he wants to end it off like that. Right? I don't know. I mean, he's pretty brash, and he, at least his stock was pretty high, you know, signing an NIL deal and everything. Maybe it's going to drop because he's not actually wrestling. And That's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, why wouldn't you want to build your stock back up? Well, the question is, is especially if he wants to go WWE, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like it's, um, I mean, it's obviously physically very demanding, but it's not mm-hmm. the same kind of physical demanding uh, or I shouldn't say that it's extremely physically demanding, but it's different than like training for MMA. You know, he would have to learn a lot more, but he might be able to just take the money and run. Well, I mean, we'll see in that area. I mean, him getting a WWE NIL deal doesn't mean he's like guaranteed to go to the WWE. I mean, right. But it's, it's a good pathway, right? I mean, that's the whole thing is is. like try try and get a, a pipeline to college wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, again, we will, definitely see but it is tough losing hit especially it is tough losing him especially going to the stretch where you had a couple of bouts that you probably could have won and and now you take on iowa which that rivalry is huge in that bout of the ballpark with uh you know the usa and iran match as well, well iran's not coming now wait what when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it going to be? Yeah, there? I, I don't know. I, I but uh, yeah, they canceled that with the Iran. But the U.S. is still going to do something. But I, I saw a story a couple days ago that Iran is no longer coming. <laughs> you don't really invite people who, when their coach says "death to America," you kind of go, mm, "Probably not." <laughs> oh well, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's news to me. 
<coughs> yeah, that's kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they're, I mean, they're still going to hold it. It's just, it is a bummer that he's not going to be there because that would probably be. I mean, I don't know who he beat wrestling against against Iowa, but I was always, you know, a top five program, and you know that would probably be the, like the marquee matchup is him and whoever else. Oh, so they're just they're getting guys from all over. So it looks like women's are going to take on uh, Mongolia, hmm, and then Greco Roman. There's a guy from Egypt, but. With the men's freestyle pairings, it's guys from Puerto Rico, Ecuador, Tajikistan. I don't know if I said that right. Israel, Canada, Colombia, Mexico, and Poland. So that'd be that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, it'll be something to take a look at for sure. It's very interesting. So you we talked about softball earlier, but you see those uh, new unis they're rocking with the pinstripes. Oh heck yeah, man! They look phenomenal. Yeah, that was them, black and orange, man. I was like, man, I'm not a big jersey guy, but I might have to buy one of those because those things are hot. Mm-hmm. I I like it. That's another man. I can you buy? I guess you can buy softball jerseys. I don't know why I wasn't, but um, dude, this is going to be phenomenal. This season is good. I think I'm more excited about that. Oh, speaking of um, of that, did you see one of the golfers? Did you see one of the golfers for Oklahoma State's going into like the transfer portal? Mm-mm. Gotta, I gotta find who that was, man. But um, yeah, it was like like their number one golfer. I think I don't remember her name, but it's a pretty big deal. I think I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, you lose because generally the number one golfer on the team is a lot farther ahead than everybody else in general. Okay, her name is Kaylee McGinty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know. Yeah, she was very like. I think she played like two tournaments in the fall and won both of them. Like as the individual, mm-hmm. uh, she's freshman, phenomenal, just crazy. Maybe being English and being in Stillwater just didn't mesh with her. I don't know. But, yeah, she was very good. And she uh, went to Kent State for to start off. So maybe she's going to go to the LPGA. I, I don't know, man. But that's, she's going to go to the LPGA. She should just cl- declare for the tour and go for that. But, yeah, she's really good. Uh, and that'll be a blow, which sucks because, you know, OSU was ranked like Oh, at one point they were number one in the country uh, this year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we will definitely see. And ESPN is announcing their softball schedule tomorrow. I forgot to – I'm going all over the place, but that was something I just <laughs> found. But ESPN will announce that. So we are going to see what happens there and how many national nationally televised games OSU is going to get. Because that I is – got to figure there's going to be a ton. I mean, you they're going to be the second, second or third ranked team in the country, right? I mean, that's yeah, but I don't know. You never know because it might be a lot of SEC schools and all of that. So you never know. I heard there was a bad like SEC chant at Bedlam <laughs> oh, <laughs> to yeah. the end of the game. Let's talk about the savagery real quick about um, <laughs> all of um, they had the USC thing with Lincoln Riley like that was it's so many people on Twitter so butthurt about it and I'm just like grow up grow like, up I don't dude. know this what... is funny it's funny it's kids being kids just not let them have fun it's not like they're like 
it's not like they're like having like f your mother on like a big billboard right it's just that. yeah no it's uh i don't i don't get it why are they so mad it happened you can't like ignore it people are like calling oklahoma state yeah. like people are calling oklahoma state a trash program i'm like hey OU, you're the guy that kept joe mixon on your roster when he shattered a girl's face you don't have any room to talk you pieces of expletives yeah i mean there's there is that whole thing i just it's kind of soft i don't it is so it's soft. super soft <laughs> like you can't and also you probably have a better coach that's prepared to leave you to the sec but you're still talking about lincoln riley this should not bother you but the fact that it does makes, well, i mean we've makes just, OSU fans I, just want to keep on using it again well, we've been winning a lot of bedlams here recently. You know, Rain, we generally win bedlams besides football for the most part, but still. Yeah. I mean, basketball has been even back and forth for the most part, but um, I mean, we've won, I don't know exactly how many straight bedlams we won, but it feels like we've won like eight of the last nine bedlams across all the sports, you know, like, and I think they're t- like, they're getting picked on and they're not used to getting picked on, you know? And because they're going to the SEC and every time they lose anywhere they go, they're getting picked on and they don't think they like it very much. And it's like, get used to it. Just imagine when you go to the SEC and go like six and six in football every year. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it's wild. I'm not saying they deserve it, but that's one of those things where like, Hey, welcome to the boat that everyone else has been on. And also losing in the playoffs so many times, you think they get used to getting picked on. So <laughs> well, I, I, well, the thing is, is like so many of those people, especially on Twitter are like, Oh yeah, we're going to the sec. We're going to be great. And, da, da, da. and they're kind of like sucking in the big 12 when they used to be. Well, sucking. Like, you know, I mean, they, they, won, they got 10 wins barely, but they yeah, got 10 wins, but they're not doing great in basketball and you know, all this other stuff. And they're just used to being the best team. And like, being feared or whatever. Now they're just like, yeah, we're going to make fun of you. Cause well, you're to be fair jerks. To be fair. OU has never been a basketball school. They've had Blake Griffin, Trey Young, buddy healed. And that's I mean, they've been good at basketball. I mean, they've been, they've been good, decent, not yeah. great, but they, there are times where they where everyone just tunes them out. And there's been other times where like, Oh, Hey, come I don't, we're good again. <laughs> We've always been. I remember here. they they had a coach that just retired, like last Long Kruger, last year, yeah, yeah. He was really good. I liked him a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get to the football news? Derek Mason, baby. So he it just got announced because what everyone's been wondering is how much is he making here? Because he was making mm-hmm. one point five at Auburn. He's going to be making one point one at Oklahoma State, and a lot of people national people I've been hearing are saying he's better than um, our last guy. I can't remember no. his name. Micah, no, okay, no, we, I recorded a podcast with Micah. Never got uploaded. Not the point. Micah, yeah, I, got, I uploaded it. You sure? Yeah. It should have. Yeah, I did. I went through it. Yeah. Shoot, let me take a look. I know. Uh, I mean, I know I went through the process. Maybe it screwed up. Let me take a look. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, anyway, this is riveting podcast radio here so <laughs> quality high quality radio and whatnot yeah i yeah it says the last one was uh the welcome back y'all but she did the same thing where she forgot jim Knowles's name that's like uh, we were, we've been praising him for months Screw and then guy. all of a sudden 
We're just forgetting his name. I know, I know I did it. I know I I know I went through the process of uploading it. I remember doing it. And if it didn't, if maybe I screwed up, I don't know. But yeah, so Knowles, yeah, he's doing his thing. Uh so but he everyone says he's great. Um he used the same base defense and a lot of the same terminology that um Knowles did. So it should be a really quick up, you know, learning curve for everybody. But it's to take a $400,000 pay cut is pretty crazy. Well, it probably tells you about all the crap that's going down in Auburn. Right. I mean, there's Brian Harson might be like Bobby, Pet- Bobby Petrino minus the motorcycle. Like I, I don't know. And I, I know say- there are rumors around his family, but I don't know what they are. I haven't heard them yet. This is what I want to know. What? Okay, so we offer Oklahoma State offered one point three million to to Knowles before before he left, right? Right. We offered him one point one, and he took it. And he took one point one. So I don't like that. Tells you something, doesn't it? It kind of tells you yeah. how bad Auburn is right now. Like their offensive coordinator just resigned. Uh, like it's. It is a crapshoot going on at um at Auburn. So Oklahoma State took advantage of that. Can you blame them? No. That's what happened. Well, and I hope he's good and I hope he stays, but it feels like it's gonna be like if he has a really good year, he'll be gone. When he only signed a two year deal. Yeah, uh, and I, I think so that- I think he will honor that because I think that more likely than not, he will either go back to the SEC. Uh, as a head coach or a defensive coordinator, if he gets a better deal down the line, because odds are there will be better deals down the line. And that's right. okay, because I think we expected him to be a one- or two-year guy. But the interesting thing that pops up is Joe Bob Clements becomes the linebacker's coach. And if he is now well-diverse as a defensive lineman coach and a linebacker's coach, then Working under Derek Mason, who's really well with who is phenomenal with cornerbacks, maybe that sets him up two years down the line to be the defensive coordinator for Oklahoma State. Maybe there's a you know a step a stepping stone process for him should Derek Mason leave uh, in within two years. Yeah, I mean we'll see. I mean, that'd be really interesting. Um, it's just one I'm still astounded it happened because I was expecting some like you know, UTSA guy to come over or something, not Auburn. And he's a really good defensive coordinator. It's not like he's, you know, at Auburn, but it's not great. You know, he's really good. Granted, he was only there for a year. So that probably also shows you uh, all the craziness that's going on over there. Uh, Auburn is a crap shoot right now, or at least they have basketball, right? (laughs) Yeah. Number one team in the country for the first time. And then what Pearl got a lifetime of contract where like, I don't remember the base salary, but it goes up by $250,000 every year he's there. So he gets an automatic quarter million dollar raise every year. Okay. Well, and if we'll he's start. there for 10 years, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to USC. Like, well, they already have Grinch. <laughs> I wanted to hear you. Look, I looked at the uh, random. I looked at USC schedule. USC schedule is incredibly light. I think they win 10 games, nine or 10 games. I know they have Caleb Williams, various positions, but 
the way their schedule looks, it does not. It looks pretty easy. The My only thing is pretty soft right now. I mean, maybe. Well, you. I think Utah will beat them, and I think Notre Dame will beat them. Maybe there's another like they just drop a game randomly down the line because their schedule looks incredibly light. Yeah, I mean, Oregon's going to be, or do they play Oregon next year? They don't. That's a big question mark in the Pac-12 is mm-hmm. they lost their coach, but they kept most of their like good players. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Oregon shakes out in the in the Pac-12 uh, next football season. Yeah, I mean, Oregon will Oregon's going to do their thing. I but man, Utah Utah's still there. I think Utah's going to make plenty. Utah's going to be very good. Utah could win it. You know, <laughs> I kind of think Utah might be. Like that fourth playoff team. Ooh, that's a uh, honesty. That's a bull take, and that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Maybe it'll change, but they have to beat Florida, who's in a rebuild. Southern Utah, San Diego State again, but they're without a uh, their punters, and there'll be revenge there. Arizona State, Oregon State, UCLA, USC, Washington State, Arizona, Stanford, or at Oregon, big game. In Colorado, I mean, I think they beat Florida. I really do. Um, Florida's if, gonna be bad. <laughs> do what? Florida's just gonna be bad. Yeah, I like who they got though. I really like Billy Napier, but just not this year. Yeah, so. I, I mean, no, no, I, I, I'm there with you with Napier, but they're just—I think the coverage too bare. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm with you there, but I mean, it'll be, it'll be exciting. Well, you got anything else before we close it out, sir? I do not. I do not. Uh, ready to get back on a uh, normal-ish yes. schedule. Uh, uh, if, uh, if anyone follows me on Twitter, you know my life's been insane. Uh, I have entered into what I call the you wouldn't believe me if I told you phase of my life over the last couple of months plus other things going on. So um, I do apologize for that. And I apologize. Apparently, I didn't get an episode uploaded. So, I, well, my bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. And uh, we'll, we'll try and do better the next time. Whoop.